0: The Verging on Greatness, a podcast about films that verge on greatness but mostly just wallow in mediocrity, with your hosts, Mike Borkfell and Greg Cerventi.
1: Yes! yes. Que sera, sera. Oh, Mike. Whatever will, will be, will be. <laughs> the future's not ours to see. Que sera, sera. I wonder how many movies have used that song it's like it's just generic enough and kind of sounds meaningful enough to to fit in yeah. a lot of like you can fit it in almost anything you could have it in, like you can put it in Titanic you can put it in like anything, anything. you want
0: yeah anything that's just, got a slightly sad tone mm-hmm. Boom! Just the the whatever,
1: that. whatever will be, will be. Well, yep. alright That's well. That's the, future, the theme of the like future, every, is like every movie. Yeah. Like it's a story, you know. Mm. Oh, it's just a story. All the world's just a stage.
0: Yeah, and all <laughs> the men and women just merely players upon it.
1: Merely just players. Yeah. And we each have Entences. our exits and our entrances. entrances. Yeah, exits. and one man in like, his time
0: plays many parts. <laughs> 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 I've done that play. I've done that part. Yeah, yeah. I've done that play twice. Really? Yeah, um, Jacques. I've, I've done Jacques. Wies. It's Jacques, Wies, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I've done that play twice. Melanch- the yeah.
1: melancholy. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, the syphilitic melancholy guy. Yeah.
1: Is he syphilitic?
0: I think he is. He's got the pox. I think. There's, is that there's why there's he's? A... Is that
1: why he's melancholy?
0: It should be. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good three hundred years before the invention of antibiotics. He's pretty screwed. Oh. His nose is going to fall off. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: yeah well hi <laughs> hi yeah we should we We're, should say who we are hi um this is um, a podcast name's mike this my name is mike this is craig hi craig hi mike this is a podcast called verging on greatness <laughs> um where we choose a movie that is as the title suggests verging on greatness and we pick it apart and try and understand what's going on and try and understand what it was that what it was that stopped it from being great why didn't it why didn't it get there it had all the qualities you you walk out and you think, hey man, that that movie was all yeah. it had it all going on.
0: Yeah, or had, or or had, as the case may it had be, had all that. Yeah, maybe it was great and people yeah, didn't the appreciate all, it for its greatness when it came out.
1: Who knows? this is all that. It's yeah. all that and a bag of chips. But, yeah, but bag just, of chips. It's not quite, it's not quite there. Um, so we're and we're doing Heathers. Oh yes, um, Heather's nineteen eighty nine. Now yes. this is a. Um, i gotta give a. got to give a shout out. This is a request um, it's our from first,
0: It's the first request we're actually doing. I know we've had other requests. <laughs> Which, but we well, this one was no, requested by someone who re- did our really cool new logo. So we kind of mm-hmm. felt like we owed them to do this. So we've, here we are. We've done a request before, haven't we? This is this our first request? We've, we've had someone request that we do um, Ghostbusters too because they were oh. yeah i think oh. you i think a friend of yours actually
1: we, yes yeah did we st- oh we still haven't done that sorry nathan well we've just we're done gonna, a lot of a-
0: bill we've just done a lot of bill murray and we were like we yeah, yeah and we
1: have done we've done ghostbusters and also uh lady ghostbusters we've done two thirds so of the currently available gotta, ghostbusters yeah. so <laughs>
0: <laughs> so before we get stuck a in, high, yeah
1: high quotient of ghostbusters considering on podcast, we have well, like
0: 30 odd podcasts if we did yeah three ghostbuster films that would make one tenth of all of our podcasts about ghostbusters <laughs> That's <And> too much. <laughs> it's just That's too much, too much ghostbusters. it's too much ghostbusters so i would like to do ghostbusters 2 at some point but today yeah. we're doing heathers we'll get there. so we'll
1: get there today today we're doing heathers mm. um so yeah shout out to shout out to hannah thank you for thank you for doing our cool logo for us it's and, pretty cool uh, yeah this one's for you yeah um fun fact everyone uh, so, we
0: did we did the original logo with like google sheets or whatever the the google <laughs> equivalent of Excel is. so we just threw in oh, the, yeah. i was like we we're like oh we should do a pie chart okay cool and then google yeah. pr- pr- google delivered
1: yeah <laughs> we've, we've moved up in the world now
0: we've actually and got somebody all, who knows what they're doing but it's all thanks to hannah photoshop or whatever she yeah. did and she did boom we've got a logo it looks like someone spent more than three minutes in
1: google on it so <laughs> top props um so it's 1989 uh, yes when this movie comes out it does um it's the end of the 80s it is it's uh unofficial end of the john hughes movie making era
0: it is it is i um, think he does one more teen film after this but it's instantly forgettable hmm.
1: yeah this yeah. this movie is obviously a response to that like to the john it's Hughes. hard yeah episode. it's hard not to read it as a as a, a counterpoint to that as absolutely a, almost a almost a, like a middle finger to well, that well it, like... it takes place in in
0: ohio and all of the um the john hughes films take place in a in a fictional um town in ohio called or no it's illinois it's not ohio it, it they all take place in a fictional place called sherman illinois i think is it sherman really yeah it, it's all fictitious the the place where it they take place doesn't doesn't exist i'm pretty sure that's the case mm. and this this is this is uh along those lines it's ohio um, and it's um i think it's ohio uh and the high school is fictitious everything's fictitious it's filmed in la but because everything's filmed in la unless it's filmed in new york or chicago
1: so yeah i think it's i think it's a bit tough to i think it's a bit tough on john hughes like i don't i don't feel like he idolizes or, or like romantic, well, I guess he romanticizes obviously romanticizes high school, but I, I don't think he's like, a, it's clearly
0: uh, what he knew. I mean, the, the saying is you write what you know. And so yeah, he went back and wrote the same weird movie concept about teenage teenagers in love at high school, like at least three times, uh, so, pretty we've, and Pink's so we've done it, 16 yeah, and, we've d- and yeah, we've done pretty in pink
1: so we've done we did pretty in pink yeah um, and we must have mentioned breakfast club a bunch of times i'm sure yeah yeah, um, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm in like, that I weird d- camp d- that doesn't put breakfast club on a pedestal and like it's a it's a weird film but
1: yeah i don't i don't but i don't feel like it's it's like completely everything about everything about uh high school is wonderful it's the best time of your life like but definitely I feel um like,
0: those those films definitely don't dwell on any of the darkness that actually exists at high school um i mean i went to school in the no, 90s and 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 you went to school in the late 90s i'm only a little bit older than you um yeah. but yeah certainly certainly in the 90s some of the stuff that was that some of the stuff that's happening in this film was happening at schools. Maybe not the murder, uh, not maybe not the multiple murders. Um, but uh, spoiler alert: there's murder in this movie. Um, certainly, certainly, the school I was familiar with was certainly darker than the John Hughes films that we were presented with.
1: Although, if you th- like, if you think about Heathers yeah. So, spoiler alert: we're going to spoil the shit out of this movie and a bunch of other movies as well.
0: It, it came out um, in nineteen eighty nine. People.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: but it, like, if, <laughs> if you, you think seen about it, you're not going to
1: like veronica particularly in the first act she's so um she's in the heathers or she's trying to trying to get in with the heathers well hold up
0: so hold on so uh, that's so, but so that this...
1: sense of hold on wait, 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 wait. that 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 sense of like i'm in this but i don't know how to get out of it yeah that's the breakfast club right that's um, i guess so
0: yeah
1: uh, is it molly ringwald's character Yeah,
0: Molly Ringwald. yeah
1: her her character she's she's in the popular crowd and she wants to get out but she she can't she's stuck there yeah and she doesn't she doesn't know any other life and she doesn't have the the chutzpah to just walk up to the the geek table and go
0: i want in on your mouth and just
1: and just sit and hang out yeah yeah and that's her that's her that's her her tragic flaw that's what she's all all about that's what the breakfast club is all about and so (laughs) like i don't but i i I don't feel like it's fair to just say john hughes movies idolize and romanticize teenage life like
0: oh i i don't well first of all this movie
1: is two
0: counterpoints first point um good usage of the word chutzpah uh chutzpah is not used in (laughs) casual conversation nearly enough uh second point uh no i don't think it romanticizes it um and if i if i gave that impression apologies uh i what i do think though is it it comes at it from a very particular point of view that is typically quite rosy and 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 chooses to with the exception maybe of bender and breakfast club uh chooses to uh, focus on what could be seen as quite mundane high school problems um bender obviously gets beaten up by his father or at least there is some violence in the home yeah but yeah ultimately this film on the other hand goes straight for bulimia goes straight for date rape goes straight for uh awful awful kids doing awful things to each other um
1: yeah fairly like brutal bullying on the yeah like, like yeah, on the the suicide
0: none of this none Hard of this scale. make you flinch like i'm gonna threaten violence make you flinch no 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 it's full on i'm going tackle you to the ground and make you eat. yeah yeah
1: i'm yeah. gonna put i'm gonna pull a gun on you in the cafeteria
0: <laughs> wow this film just starts strong doesn't it so um... yeah
1: so um so we should talk about we should talk about heathers um sorry i got i got sidetracked on john hughes yeah um, but we could go so I,
0: heathers another day for john hughes i'm, I'm all, always keen to do a john hughes film
1: <laughs> uh so it's a it's a black it's described as a black comedy
0: yeah um,
1: and it's a and it's a and, a, and it's, so it's a it's a black comedy about um yeah 80s high school scene mm-hmm. and a uh a person who is in with the cool girls crowd seemingly against as, her will, known as the heathers <laughs> um yeah let's get to that in a minute so she's in with the cool girls crowd but she is disgusted by it she's revolted by it um and essentially the action that she takes is to murder the leader of the cool girl's crowd
0: the red heather
1: yeah but from there from there it's it spirals into more murders um and and it becomes she becomes more and more embroiled in this uh in the in this world and in this in this obsession with um uh, status and killing people who have high status which, which is undeserved mm. essentially with the help uh, and with the with on at, at the encouragement of of her of her boyfriend
0: so yeah so is that she a, she's is definitely that a fair summary? yeah that's a fair summary um it's and 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 while in doing that it it tackles or at least does that against the backdrop of a highly real realistic a high school setting or at least a heightened high school setting where you have bullying cliques, the, the, the cliques are against each other. You have, um, just downright awful and, um, bullies uh, from the the sports team you have teachers that are completely removed from reality parents that are superficially concerned about what's going on at school and one scene they're talking to one uh to veronica about suicide and she walks out of the room and they, they don't even challenge that like these parents are completely uninterested um they ask her how it's the almost, funeral was. yeah it's it's kind of funny but it's
1: it's almost tim tim burton esque. that was one thing that i was thinking about i was thinking about that. a little bit about a little bit about edward scissorhands
0: yeah well the same um, producer must
1: have just must have just been before this uh,
0: just after right? this
1: was it just after yep. but it's the same producer is it
0: it's the um i forget her name but it's the same producer yeah um so the producer who was on this then goes on to make six films with um, Tim Burton and Wynona Ryder is in two films with um, Tim Burton, so oh, she's that, in that
1: must be Beetlejuice as well. She's is in it?
0: Beetlejuice, and she, I don't know if she's in Beetlejuice. Um, she's in Beetlejuice, and she's definitely in Edward Scissorhands. Uh, yeah. Denovi, I think her her name is um, yeah. Diane Denovi, I think I could be well wrong. Apologies, people, yeah. Um, but yeah, she she's um, quite the successful producer, um, Denise Denise Denovi. Um, and right. she 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 makes a bunch of Burton films, including um, probably the best Burton film, which is *Ed Wood*. Um, so mm. yeah, she's she's a large part of this, obviously. The,
1: obviously. They have those every, like every like everybody in this movie who is over twenty is shot in like this grotesque kind of close up.
0: Yeah, that's and, right.
1: And they have with, yeah, the, they have with mol- the moles yeah. and kind of with the yeah, fisheye lens. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. yeah, for sure, That's right. It yeah. kind of circles around yeah. them, so they look, yeah, they, they look almost, almost otherworldly.
0: Yeah, yeah, and all yeah. the adults, which is, which
1: is a bit of a, a bit of a take from from Edward Scissorhands.
0: Yeah, and all of the adults in this are wildly ineffectual, and um, and wildly out of touch. So the uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's definitely telling it from, from the 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 uh, the POV is definitely from the teenagers. They're the only sensible, clued up. Um, in touch people in the film, and everybody else is just alien, completely wildly yeah. different. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, sh- should we talk about the story, or should we talk more about the like the style? Because I think the style is really interesting.
0: I think the style is really interesting too. Um, I, this film for me is is great to deconstruct because um, I think it was it was a sophomoreish it was a sophomore effort from just about everybody involved. I think. Um, just about everyone director and producer and um uh screenwriter were all this was basically their first major film and so it has for me at least it has some elements of we're still learning what to do and um yeah, it's it's great uh, i think we should talk a little bit about the story um i don't I, I think some of that breaks down we can break that down into style as well but uh, yeah mm-hmm. so just just real quick so basically the story is um, if we haven't already touched on it enough, Veronica wants to be in with the heathers. the heathers are the uh, uh, uh we're gonna make many allusions to mean girls as well um is she, the she's kind of
1: she's kind of already in
0: with the heathers yeah we don't really see how or right. why either so she the first intro we get is her going to lunch with the heathers and she's writing in her journal and she's got a monocle which is cool yeah. um, <laughs> um, and we, we're it's quickly, 1989 yeah we're quickly um, we're quickly shown the heathers are color coded they're red green, red yellow and um, uh, blue, red yellow yeah. blue and green yeah the primary colors yeah. um, and uh, so and you have three heathers they're all named Heather and for the sake of simplicity they are Heather M Heather D and Heather C Heather C is the red leader. Heather um, Heather uh, D is the green uh, second in command, and Heather um, uh, M is Heather the M. yellow one. And she's I don't know what she's she's the the tall leggy blonde um, Lisa Falk, uh, Lisa Ann Falk. She was a teenage model. Um, she's on the cover of a, a of a um, an album cover. She's she's a girl in an album cover photo. She could have been only fourteen when she took that photo, um, mm-hmm. but. Um, yeah and so they run the school but interestingly enough we're never we never see them run the school we never see them at how their power is implemented or how it is granted and we never see them actually show any kind of malice towards the other students beyond them being mean to a fat girl um and the the, she's going to be important later um Hmm. that's the um that's martha dunstock um and they're mean to her and the height of their power is that they they seemingly are really good at so that's that's uh, why Veronica's of any use to them because she's good at imitating other people's handwriting and so she they use that to write notes that then get people into trouble um, so that's seemingly what they do is just get people into trouble with the jocks which I don't think you need to be a handwriting expert to, to get people into trouble with those things <laughs> <laughs> barely read from the from the critique of the film Um, and that's how our film starts and and it goes rapidly downhill from there and we're
1: yeah yeah. so from that so from that first from that first cafeteria scene so the the cafeteria scene is huge it's about um, it's about 15 minutes long yeah Um, and it's and it's meant to be this whole this huge intro to the world that's all in one place it's this it's this theatrical kind of thing um it's very and,
0: reminiscent of uh, full metal jacket the the kubrick film um, yeah and- so
1: um originally so the movie was originally written with kubrick in mind as a director and that the that tracks um, so that cafeteria scene is intended as as the equivalent of the barrack scene in full metal jacket which is yeah. this huge scene where you find out you're you're just you're immersed in the world and it goes on for a at least 10 minutes. Well, it's
0: the first whole act is that barracks that whole. Yeah.
1: But it's just, it's just, it's, um, it's immersion. It's in your face. It's everything you need to know about this world. You meet, so you meet the jocks, you meet the geeks, you meet the rich preppies, you meet the, um, the fat girl, you meet the, um, the earnest, boring, um, kids who are trying to feed the world, (laughs) uh, you know, the, the do gooders, um, so they go around, and it's all through this exercise, which is supposedly this conversation, uh, conversation practice exercise, where they ask, they have a topic, they set a the topic.
0: lunchtime poll,
1: lunchtime poll, and they go around asking people to answer this answer this question, which is, it's it's like a routine, and I guess in a sense that is presented as the way that they have control, they control the discourse um, in the cafeteria, uh, but- and. They, and, they approach and people feel compelled to answer even though particularly you see it with the preppies they roll their eyes they say oh god the heathers are coming over but they still have to answer mm. and in that sense then that's the power that they hold as they control the uh, yeah they control the communication and they yeah control so
0: the, they, they run the narrative effectively
1: but you're right It's uh, it's it's not strong you don't really get a sense that these are yeah, this is the crowd that that runs this town. That every decision, everything that happens, happens with their approval.
0: Yeah, or that, or or by their design, which is again something that if you, and I'm I'm going to be doing this a lot. Um, if you compare this to to Mean Girls, you you establish very early on in that world the power that the Plastics and the Mean Girls, which are the equivalent of the Heathers and Heathers, um, the Plastics hold power. And you are shown the power they hold and how they implement that power and how they have earned that power. And whereas in Heather's, you don't get the sense that outside of the perception, and maybe this is, uh, and I'll I'll, let me finish what I'm saying before I I juxtapose my own comment. you don't get you don't get shown the extent of their power or why it's earned or how it's deserved um but you see that they have the film tells you that they are powerful um and perhaps this is where the criticism for me for this film will start is that a lot of what happens in this film or a lot of the interpretation of this film is very is very earned you have to think really hard about it and talk about it a lot and and there's a lot that's implied through the filming and like the color coding and the um and the dialogue of other characters you have to then go and interpret and then go okay so they are powerful because no one no one rebuffs them no one tells them to go away and if they were nerdy Mm. or geeks they would just say fuck off but um in this they 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 are treated with respect he says with air quotes um yeah it yeah i struggle with this film a little bit on that front but yeah Anyway, the first act is effectively that scene and then they wind up at a college party where Heather M and uh, Veronica go. And we find out that although Heather M might be the most powerful girl at high school, she still is subjected to the same level of sexual objectification that any pretty girl in a red dress in these films is subjected to when she is more or less pressured into giving a, a, a blowjob to this college guy who mm. um, who shouldn't be hanging out with her anyway because she's probably under the age of 18 um, and 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 so that's the and then, and then from that Veronica gets too drunk and wants to go home because she's been fed um, liquor um, powerful enough to catch on fire um and uh and then she throws up in a hallway and that that brings us to the end of our to to the the first act finale which is the 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 effective murder of heather m by veronica and her and her boyfriend jd who she seemingly meets and talks to for the first time that day so yeah i uh, forgot
1: i forgot to mention jd so you meet him in that cafeteria scene as well and he's the creepy Um, guy in the
0: corner just staring so
1: he's the he's the edgy uh well, he's handsome. He's Christian Slater, so he's not the creepy guy in the corner. <laughs> That's right. He is, he is the mysterious stranger I, yeah. that I want to that I want to get to know. Yeah, because he's,
0: he's he's in a trench coat sitting in the corner, and um, which we're... is
1: actually, which is actually funny, and, and it, it is a subversion in its way because he does in fact turn out to be a psychopath.
0: He does. Yeah, he dresses like a psychopath, and he does a psychopathic thing in the first day, which is in our first introduction to him, he is bullied by the jocks, and what he does is proceeds to pull out a very large gun and uh shoot them and you find out after the fact that it wasn't filled with real bullets it was filled with blanks but either way he's brought a huge fucking hand cannon into his school and at the first tr- sign of trouble he pulls it out and points it at these two jocks who according to the script uh then shit themselves so mm.
1: um Hey, that does become a that does become a thing. They refer to that, that that becomes a theme because he says it's, I forget the line, but it's something about I find extreme measures. Oh yeah, extreme. It, it gets, requires gets extreme noticed. measures yeah. to get a response to yeah. get a result. Yeah. Which which is which is a theme in a way. Yeah. Towards towards the end and, and and of the film and and of what they what the film is trying to say about about murders and how and like it, it like affecting social change.
0: Yeah well and suicide Um, as well because um the the later uh, so yeah they carry on to kill heather m um and they uh she drinks uh drano and i feel like this podcast's all over the show already clearly we both have a (laughs) lot to say about this film but they they kill heather m um with drano um uh, she, she crashes through a table which has got a magazine which says the, the fall of the American teenager on the, on the cover. Um, not to mention... Oh, what's the, the book?
1: It's got Sylvia, the Belgium, it's got Sylvia, Sylvia Plath, Plath as well. The bell jar. Right?
0: Yeah, and so he looks at the book and goes, oh, suicide. What if this is a suicide thing? And um, so they, they write it up as a suicide. They, they write a note. And... Um, and the teachers and so it's, it's accepted as a suicide uh, the teachers are are unconcerned with anything about this other than the fact that she used myriad correctly in a sentence um, and uh, they have a funeral and they note that uh, Heather M becomes more popular in death than she was in, in, in life um, and then uh, so that sets the scene for more death um, because no one wants to look at it too hard they just want to accept that it was suicide and, and move on um, and all of a sudden all these people who are frightened of Heather M now talk about her as if she was their best friend um, And uh, and so in death she becomes even more perfect um which is funny because there's a there's a scene later a dream sequence well into the third act uh where heather m reappears and she's become the ultimate heather at that point she's she's fully in red uh she's got a Mm. a beautiful red dress her hair is done up to the end to the ninth degree uh she is the ultimate heather and uh in death she has become more powerful than she ever was in life Mm. um and i there's so again, there's a the the movie is saying stuff. It's just saying mm. it strangely, and um, I, so I immediately I want to. The more I talk about the movie, the more I like it. But every time I watch mm. this movie, I kind of go, "Oh man." There's so, a good there's
1: there's a good pacing to it, and uh and a, and, a, and in terms of an act structure, where you have the funeral around 30 minutes in. You do, and all those memorials, and then at the very literally at the end of the funeral. It's uh, them. Drive, it's it's Veronica driving away, and she is watching the jocks beat up the the geeks. The, the geeks, because yeah. they've they've had an altercation on something, and and you straight away know the jocks are next. Yeah, you yeah. and you instantly know. Okay, I I know where the story is going now. Yeah, that, that these guys have to die next. Veronica and J D's work is not done.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're upsetting the social order of the
1: school. Yeah, the, so it, it happened uh, kind of, kind of by accident, kind of not. Yeah. Um, but now, okay, it's it's actually it's it ultimately it's 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 air quotes done a good thing, because this this evil person is, is no longer around. Yeah. But straight away, here's more evil. And, oh yeah, And they, not and done they yet. see, yeah, there's a sense that oh, everything will be good. Once, once the wicked witch is dead, everything will be brilliant. But no, of course no. not. There is still unlike the there, land uh, of Oz. Yeah, there are tears. There are tears of evil, and, and 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 merely having that one person away, like when you clean your your cleaner spot in your bathroom, and suddenly everything else looks like a mess. You take away, <laughs> you 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 cut off the head, and all you see is all of the all of these horrible horrible other people
0: well in fact that's a line from the film like i cut off the head um of of, of the yes yeah and, exactly. and, and, yeah. and then and another one was grown back in its place
1: yeah another one sprouted yeah, so. that's exactly right she yeah. talks about it she says um, like
0: my fourth my eighth grade boyfriend would have known the name of um um i think she means a hydra but um yeah, she, yeah. you cut off the head and another one grows back um so it,
1: it swings i like, i like that it slingshots into that next act in a really good way by having that having that happen at the end of the funeral it's really tidy and sure enough the, so she's invited on a on a date on a double date
0: by, by heather and um, with, with a jo- the she's she,
1: she's already she's already uh, at this point slept with jd having met him that morning seemingly seemingly
0: met him that morning for the first yeah, time he, had-
1: he turns he turns up at her house that night
0: yeah, climbs um, in through a window, which we later discover is on the second floor. So he needs a yeah. ladder.
1: Just just he needs A ladder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he's turned up with a ladder, climbed in through her oh, open oh. window.
1: I'm being—that's uh, a bit unfair. So she meets him. She meets him that morning, and then yep. she meets him before they go out to the party because she meets him at. The, oh, she meets him at the um, s- the the, s- at the uh, shop.
0: The snappy snack shack. shack.
1: Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The slushy. He buys. He buys her a slushy. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, cherry or cola?
1: <laughs> cherry. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so she's got a thing going um, with JD, but she's invited to be the double date for Heather, Heather M,
0: Heather M, the yellow one. Um, um, and and Heather M promises that it won't that the, the 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 jocks won't get drunk and go cow tipping, and that's exactly what happens. They get drunk and go cow tipping. <laughs>
1: Um, there's a, yeah there's a, re- a really nice smash cut to <laughs> cow
0: <Captain gossiping. Okay. laughs> <laughs> Um and um, and then so we established there that things are going great um, and, and then uh, we, we're, we're confronted with probably the most disturbing scene in the film where um, Heather M and one of the two jocks I'm, I'm going to assume it's Kurt um, he is he is in the process of restraining and forcing himself upon uh heather m um and in the foreground so that's happening in the background and you can hear some dialogue um some protest grunts and some clothes ripping um and in the foreground you see um veronica is in the process of it of having marvin gay lyrics quoted to her by the other jock i'm going to assume it's ram um and uh, she is not having a bar of it and she sees that JD has been observing the scene um silhouetted by blue light on his motorcycle um just just off off in the in the distance there and she ends up having a conversation with her with him uh, all the while a uh, seemingly a, a rape is happening with uh, with Heather M in the background and um and no one is paying any attention to that whatsoever.
1: Um, so it's, it's really it's a long conversation as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, It's it's a good two minutes of conversation, and and what's happening in the background is never commented on.
1: <laughs> yeah. So on so on, the, on the internet, I saw this compared to Twelve Years a Slave, and I haven't yet haven't seen Twelve Years a Slave, but oh, uh, that's yeah, that's this, a hard. This watch. kind of casual, casual like horrors happening in the background yeah of of, of banal while well, banal conversations go on in the foreground um that this this takes the cake for it it's it's a very uncomfortable watch it is
0: <laughs> uh, watching this with uh, amy she it was the first time she had seen it yesterday she was it was about that point uh, it was just it was just before that point when she was like oh i see what this film is going for um and uh, and so i think that's probably the the best take you can have on it is it, it, you don't really know what it's doing until it's doing it. And she said she knew for sure what this film was when in the next scene you're introduced to those two cops who are getting high in their squad car and yeah. she's like, oh, I get it. And, and so we'll talk more on that later, but um, yeah. So it's then decided that the next day that um, they're going to, to going to, you know, embarrass the Kurt and Ram, the Jock characters. Um, and J.D. is presenting um, Veronica with, with a gun and, um, and bullets, and he asks her, does she know German? And, and she goes, no, and then he says, well, these are Ichluge Lüge bullets, um, and my grandfather got shot with a bunch of these, and. Ich lüge means I'm lying or it's a lie in German. So he he straight up tells her that he's lying about the bullets, and <laughs> uh, and um and I I remember seeing this for the first time and I, I laughed out loud at that. But you know because I speak a bit of German. But um yeah, ich lüge, uh, which I thought was hilarious. But yeah, straight up lying about the bullets. And yeah, yeah, and so ultimately they end up killing both both of the jocks. Um, yeah and they set it up as a, as a murder, as a, as a like a, I don't know what, what, a suicide pact or murder suicide. I don't know. Um, and, and they present the, the two jocks as being gay. Um, and we've got plenty of scenes earlier in the film where the pair of them are clearly very awfully homophobic. Yeah. Um, use a lot of awful, um, homo, um, I mean, um, what's the, what's the, the term for the slur? Um, anyway, lots of like anti, anti, um, anti-gay terms and and awful slang and then um they uh crash cut into another funeral where where these two kids are buried are getting buried and they're both in football helmets and they have footballs (laughs) in the coffin and and the dad's going i love my dead gay son (laughs) so
1: i mean yeah. possibly my my favorite performance in the movie is the yeah, dad. The dad, is great <laughs> my, my dead gay son um, that guy that guy understands in a way that nobody else does what this movie yeah, is about possibly yeah, not even it. the director <laughs> yeah
0: and and so that's how the movie progresses and then and then the school on a whole figures out that suicide is a way to gain social status and popularity and um because now the national media is turning up and interviewing the students and that superficial level of concern you know now you can elevate your social standing by showing that you are concerned about it or whatever and and they do that Um, and so now actual people are contemplating suicide so now we're reintroduced to our our character um, of uh, Martha Dunstock uh, who's called Dump Truck in the film she's clearly not coping well and she's in some serious pain and she's contemplating suicide. And so a part of the plot is that she has a go at killing herself and fails. So she throws herself into traffic and she's, mm. she's just beat up, but she's not killed. And then we, Heather M has a breakdown um,
1: and she tries to kill herself, but is stopped by Veronica. And um, in, in between this Veronica breaks up with JD, yes, JD so, sexually assaults her. Yeah.
0: So, so yeah, JD attempts so she realizes that jd is like jd wants to kill more people um and he says that it's chaos so he fully embraces this idea that he's an agent of chaos and the only way that you're going to bring about massive societal changes is is probably in, in something you'll want to talk about later which is the whole um it's very similar to fight club where he's very much the the brad pitt character and like the only way to bring about this societal change is then to then to, to crash the whole thing down to burn it all down yeah. and, th- and that's very much jd he wants to burn it all down
1: yeah and she's not in. she's not into it although she kind of is she she she's allows it, she allows herself to be drawn into it by jd and it's largely through his charisma um but she she tries to get out uh and he continues to draw her back in um but she yeah she breaks up with him about the mid- midway point um and then so there are these other experiences and i think the other experiences and it, it's the other heather which is a, so heather d shannon doherty's heather um jd actually tricks her into becoming the new head That's the right. new boss yeah. the new boss heather he convinces her to do it through trickery and he also sets her up uh, to to fill in to get everybody in the school to fill in this petition, um, uh, through which through it later, which nefarious it later turns, means through nefarious means, uh, which it later turns out is a mass suicide note, yep. And which he is going to use uh, to excuse his bombing of the entire school.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so so he yeah so the kind of second half of the second act um, is. Veronica avoiding JD, JD putting these things into motion, and Veronica trying to carry on in the world and trying to tell herself that she's done enough and that 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 they can recover from here and people will start being good. She tries to rescue Heather, um, Heather M, by which stopping she does. her by yep. stopping her from taking the pills, which she does, and then Heather um,
0: M disappears from the film.
1: And she tries to, and she also tries to. Um, win heather d over as well she tries to talk some sense into heather d uh to the point where she winds up slapping her
0: she goes um, she tries to do it twice
1: <laughs> yeah then and um, then on the
0: second time she fails to slap her she then yeah. tells her off for being awful <laughs> it's like yeah. bitch, she just tried to slap your friend
1: <laughs> so she so she, she's she's not able to win over heather d by through force of violence well, Heather
0: um, D is fully, fully corrupted by power, right? Yeah, so she, she's,
1: yeah. She's 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 wearing the red scrunchie. She is she is. Oh, and she fully transitions to red. Mirror.
0: So, yeah. um, we'll talk about that at the end. But yes, There's carry a, on
1: there's a there's a weird dream sequence um, such a weird dream sequence
0: the weird thing about dream sequences they dream should sequence. show a reality that is different to the reality they're in and for a long part of that freaking dream sequence you're not sure if it's a dream sequence or not and it's Everybody just like, at
1: the funeral is wearing 3d glasses <laughs> in and white you are you are absolutely not sure if that's meant to be real or in a or dream not. yeah um this is the world that they've created anyway well, let's wrap up the story so um so jd comes back to veronica and he assures he's like he is he is certain that well he sets it she up so has, that she that he has won her over that she yeah, must be convinced that his way is right now and she is not she performs some subterfuge where she pretends to have hung herself yeah so he sets it up him. so that
0: he sets it up so that it looks like she's she's at danger of killing herself and then um she does um she yeah and then you're right she performs some subterfuge which shows that uh, where she looks like she's killed herself he more or less tells her what he's planning to do, or that he's got some grand plan in play. Tells,
1: yeah. yeah, tells he tells her corpse,
0: her supposed corpse, which then which then releases um, Veronica to 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 slam into the climax of the third yeah. act.
1: Um, so his plan is to his plan is to blow up the entire school. Yeah, um, the petition was a suicide note. Um, his dad is in like an explosives, a building deconstruction engineer, and so he knows how to achieve this in a technical sense yep. and it's going to, it's going to be uh, cathartic it's yep. going to have have deep meaning and it's going to transform the world order of high schools yep. in America the
0: only much way in, that the only way that all these people are going to get along together is if they're all dead is effectively much his, in the
1: same way as in Fight Club blowing up the headquarters of the four credit card companies is going to reset the world order start everybody from zero and yep. allow allow the rebuilding of a new better society correct this is this is tran this is transformation evolution through destruction
0: yeah through chaos out of chaos through chaos. order. yeah
1: yes yep. yes a new uh, the new order will come from chaos yeah um and so the yeah and the third act is essentially veronica defeating you know foiling his foiling his plan to achieve this in doing so uh he winds up he he winds up walking out of the school they wind up both out of the school everybody is inside the school at this kind of pep rally for suicide they both they both wind up on the front step he With he has a bomb he has a bomb strapped to himself um which he detonates um
0: and she and and, and he she asks walks, what she she's gonna back. do now that she's dead and she she pulls out a cigarette and puts a cigarette in her mouth yeah and, and um he blows up in his cigarette her cigarette lights from his, his explosion
1: she, she walks back into the school and she instantly makes friends with martha
0: yeah and she dethrones um uh heather heather d in yes. the process she takes yes, the scrunchie she, off removes, her
1: and, she removes the scrunchie of power
0: and, yeah and uh now i'm i'm the new sheriff she says um and and heather d heather d acquiesces her power without any struggle um and and the, the all the film's problems are resolved <laughs> okay
1: a, with a a tidy red bow in yeah. there
0: there were at least two different endings to this film that i found first one was that um the uh the bomb goes off um and uh, but it's the bomb goes off but it's on veronica and veronica winds up in a prom in heaven and she she's partying with all the people in heaven as equals proving JD's point correct that the only way that all these social societal cliques get along together is if they're all dead and so that's so it proves him correct and the other alternate ending that I read about was that um, uh, Veronica is stabbed by Martha and says get away from me you Heather and uh and veronica and Veronica's left going but i'm a veronica i'm a veronica so i like that ending i like
1: that ending a lot I, I, I quite like that as well yes yeah, you can't good. you can't just tell veronica but
0: well why not she's a murderer she she literally shoots one of those jocks in the chest so it's not like she's innocent <laughs> um let's not forget that she murdered someone yes he was a rapist but um i guess that's not how the law works i suppose um but yeah okay so um i've I've, i took some notes so this movie tanked at the box office it cost about three million to make and i bet you about a million dollars of that was spent on smoke machines there's not a single scene in this film that doesn't have smoke in the air around it (laughs) um not to mention the cigarette bill because everyone's smoking in this film at all times um it's so it's so jarring to watch films from the 80s where people are just casually smoking and teenagers are just casually smoking indoors Uh, indoors like what the fuck you savages fucking take that <laughs> shit outside um, <laughs> t- murder my ass get that cigarette out of that teenager's yeah, hands yeah um, the um, Christian and, and this is interesting because it's 89 so so Christian Slater has done a film with Sean Connery about some monks or something um, but he's yet rose. to go on and do like cuffs or any of the films that like make Christian Slater a huge star but Wyona Ryder has done Beetlejuice a year earlier or two years earlier. And then a year later, she goes on to do um, Edward Scissorhands. So she's just about to become Winona mm. Ryder, the superstar. He,
1: mu- he must be just about to do Pump Up the Volume. He is well. just
0: about to do Pump Up the Volume, another teen angsty
1: film. Which is kind of, yeah, similar, similar, similar territory. Yeah.
0: Um, and then... Um, yeah and obviously we talked about daniel waters the writer of this film he goes on to write a bunch of films as well including a batman movie he does batman returns um with the same producer uh, denise de novo um but his brother would later go on to direct um mean girls so one right. of the frustrations i have with this film is that there's a i i don't mean any offense to people who love this movie but i think the evolution of this movie is better than the original. Mean Girls mm-hmm. is definitely this movie done better. And yeah. and it it should be no coincidence then that the brother of the writer of this film directs Mean Girls. So he definitely knew this film existed and there's a lot of this film in Mean Girls. Um there's it's just incredible. Um yeah and obviously the the Jade the the Jason Dean I think is his name um, yeah. J D is clearly james dean there's a lot of old cinema reference in this as well
1: yeah yep. he's but, also he's i read a, i read a thing i think it was on the wikipedia page for this movie they talk they talk with the with the director about um how hard christian slater is channeling jack nicholson oh so in this, hard in this movie <laughs> and he's and the the direct the director says he was channeling jack jack nicholson so hard we we sat down with the editor and we said we said we need to tone it down. We need to tone <laughs> down the Jack Nicholson. And we walked out of the editing suite thinking we'd done a pretty good job. And now you watch <laughs> it, and, he, and we didn't do a good job.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's channeling. He's channeling Jack. He's pretty Fucking hard. Fucking yeah. Hard. yeah. Um, obviously, this film's got like aspiration. You know, it's clearly it's trying to be a Doctor Strange love a little bit. So with the satire and the black comedy. Um, which is a stanley kubrick joint um so it's it's clear that this film wants to be more than it is presented as and the marketing for this film doesn't help either because the marketing was trying to show it to be something it wasn't um but it's it, it i think the best way to describe this film is it's subversive so it's presenting as something, but it's not actually that it's something else, and it's subverting mm. your expectation away from and it's showing you a an antithesis to the John Hughes world where people the likelihood of somebody dying in a John Hughes film you never get that threat that someone is about to die or commit murder in a John Hughes teen film. The worst that's going to happen is someone's going to lose their social standing um, but in this film, like no murder bulimia date rape drugs it's all there casual Mm. references to drinking i'm just like they're all drinking at all times
1: so Um, that's what i was going to say about about jd and how subversive his character is because you he's presented he's okay he's he's got he's got the name he's got the charisma he is absolutely presented as the the bad boy who's gonna gonna, who's gonna turn out to have a heart of gold The, the james dean the rebel without a cause exactly but no he is actually a psychopath He's yeah, a nutjob. He's job. got a
0: heart he's got a heart as black as ink. So
1: yeah, he's he's Tyler Durden and he's yeah, he's got ideas about um he's he's got a he's got a mantra, he's got a he's got a philosophy that he uh intends to enact and and whether other people live or die as part of that philosophy, he's he's ambivalent. He he is a psychopath in the yeah. same way as um you know when 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 uh, Tyler Durden is pressed on it in Fight Club, he, he brushes it off. He says, "Oh, about killing, killing people. Uh, about killing Robert Paulson." He says, "Oh, you want to make an omelette, you got to break some eggs." Yeah. You know he 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 doesn't value. It's very human Machiavellian,
0: life. right? So the yeah. ends justify the means. So like which you're going to get to this utopian society. S- yeah.
1: It's not how he's set up he's set up as the, as the as a romantic interest yeah he's got yeah he's a badass yeah he wears a black trench coat and he brings guns to school but he rides he's, a motorcycle he, 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 he rides a motorcycle but he's only responding to his environment um who is oh, who's the blob we watched the blob and and that character was oh, yeah. in the blob but yeah but he yeah he turns out to be the good guy he turns out to be the hero yes um
0: it's the younger brother of well, somebody else <laughs>
1: Matt, it's dylan matt, matt dylan? It's a dylan yeah it's, it's not dylan, matt yeah. dylan
0: it's the other dylan
1: so it's yeah it's that trope but it's subverted in that he, he is actually a nut job he's Absolutely. actually a fruitcake he's the he's the bad guy in this movie and he dies at the end
0: yeah and he's punished accordingly
1: he's yeah, yeah. he's punished yeah yeah i so i think this yeah i, I think you're right this is a this is uh this movie is swinging for it's swinging for the fences. It's, it's swinging really for the going fences. It. Yeah, it's going for it. It's, it's got, got an idea. idea. Yeah, it's got a really, really good idea, and and it's but but it doesn't quite know how to deliver it. And I think it's Correct. it's a precursor, in the same way as uh, so we talked about Brave being a precursor to Frozen and to Moana. Yes. Um, gosh, that was a long time ago. I, so those, this the, is the is a, DNA for those th- films is very yeah. present in Brave. I think this is a precursor to some really good movies. Um, I, I haven't seen mean girls, but, I, uh, yeah, uh, that's mean girls. Supposedly is a a yeah. really, really fantastic movie. Um, fight club, uh, not that this is necessarily a precursor to fight club, which is obviously first a book. Yep. Um, uh, Donnie Darko is the other movie that we haven't mentioned that I thought of a lot when I watched this movie, which okay. is a, a movie about smart people, at a at a school full of it's a a person who is better than everybody around him Mm. and um trying to figure out how to respond does he does he does he have to destroy this world or and 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 he even even it's that nihilistic sense do i do Mm. i need to just destroy this can i fit in here and be comfortable or do i need to either a destroy the world or b destroy myself Mm. Is it possible for me to fit in when I'm I'm so superior to all of these people around me?
0: And absolutely, um, there's it's it's I don't know. I struggle. <sighs> this movie this movie vexes me. Um, I think I think it's also worth noting. Like I, I I really identify with the color coding in this film as well. I'm just looking through my notes here. Um, the color coding in this film is so deliberate, um, and this this every time i've been involved in any kind of creative endeavor where where there's filmmaking and stuff people are thinking really hard about the movie at all times and like their jobs like costume and 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 set and all the rest um costuming in this film is obviously a very big point like one of the notes here i made is um uh power suits are a big thing for heather c so she's always wearing Mm. the big shoulders um she's wearing a double-breasted uh she wears blazers and jackets and a double-breasted uh sleeping gown which i thought was interesting um but uh, and then the coloring is really important as well so they they really hammer in that coloring um veronica is always in blue except for one scene uh, where she's in a gray top um but the the cleaning fluid is the the poison is blue Mm. um the yellow for Heather M. Um, she's always in yellow except for this the funeral where she is wearing a yellow watch and she's got yellow hoop earrings on, and in, in her suicide scene she's only got the yellow watch on, and she's got um she's got uh, the pills that she's taking are yellow, but her interestingly her her um, cheerleader outfit is black and it's got it's got shades of red in the pleat, um mm. so like that's like that's intentional. Um, and then, obviously, uh, the green for um, for Heather D, like the envy, and like you could almost write up mm. these sins uh, as mm. sins. You know, the, the yellow is cowardice, and and red is, is mm. anger. And then you've got the green, which is is uh, envy um and, mm. and so she she transitions to full red and she's got a green belt and um mm. and so that's the ultimate evolution of her and then obviously i'm not really sure what the uh, blue i always thought was regal or, or royalty but um uh, uh maybe it's justice i don't know but uh and jd's obviously in black um mm. and then obviously veronica is in shades of black and white or gray so she's always in blue she's either in full blue which she is in her um going into that dream sequence and leading up to her false suicide she's fully in blue but in all the other scenes she's got gray or black and white so and in um and in in the scene interestingly where she's wearing no blue she's in full gray and so she's she's all those shades of gray which is mm. that's something that they've really thought about in this film um the the casual de- the casual depiction of violence um in this film is, is super interesting And this film was controversial when it came out as well, um, because of the depictions of bulimia, uh, suicide was in the public conscious in America at the time. Um, It's no accident that 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 fall of the American youth um, magazine is on the table um, Hmm. when Heather M. crashes through it and ultimately um, this film would go on to become controversial again a couple of uh, uh, less than a decade later when Columbine happens because Columbine yeah. is about kids in school shooting people so the first thing you notice when you're watching this film as a, as a as a viewer in 2020 is like whoa shit it's about kids shooting literally first act first 20 minutes of the film a kid uh, presents as shooting two other kids in a cafeteria so that's that reads Columbine so hard um yeah
1: yeah so this film man um lots going on I think yeah I think that's that's interesting at that point about the colours like they are obviously they're making a movie that's very it's, it's 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 deliberate there is filmmaking chops in here there is thought going into this but at the same time there are there are real gaps um what is Veronica's motivation for wanting to become a Heather
0: it's, then, it's unclear to me I watched that first scene again and there's, again and...
1: yeah there's, there's none it's never clear why she's trying to be a heather she's a smart girl she knows that there's life after, after high school yeah she even says
0: Fuck my considerable heathers. my considerable IQ is being used to write fake notes
1: yeah yeah. Why so does she care? Why, is she, why is she involved in those people? Is she shallow? Is she? Uh, you know what's? Is uh, she? She must have some tragic flaw to yeah. be involved in that group. Just throw us something anything there's plenty of stuff you can do but they don't they don't fill that gap they just they just leave that blank in this movie they don't give her they don't give you the reason they don't give you the motivation and you're left going why? why what are you doing what are you doing this for so
0: i guess i guess there's two interpretations for that right one is that um it leaves it up to you to project whatever character flaw or need you need on it so you can just go well she wants to be more popular because they have plenty of scenes with her with that friend betty and um heather heather even says do you think betty would hang out with her dwee boyd friends um if if she was popular the answer is no um so or or two uh she she is that shallow and she just wants to be popular she's seen she's seen the the gains that the popular kids have over everybody else and and that's what she just goes for and it's that simple i don't know but hmm. maybe the filmmakers um, just didn't think that hard about it but but they did this is well, the frustrating thing because be, the filmmakers be weird, were thinking though, right exactly. yeah the filmmakers that's were thinking very hard about this film and it's just weird so it's either it's either deliberately intentional or it's just they didn't quite understand they, they didn't quite get there or yeah. There is studio interference, which there probably was, um, and the studio didn't get what they were making. I, I read that Shannon Doherty didn't realize that they were making a satire until after she saw the film, and then she was like, "Oh, I was going for high drama," uh, and <laughs> which makes it even that's, better because that makes alarming. the performance work. But
1: um, yeah, and the, there's a few scenes; they just the scenes just don't quite tie together. They don't quite they don't ring true. I, was, I don't know why she. After the after the death of the first Heather Heather C, um, there's that scene in the locker room, um, and she just Veronica just goes and dunks herself in the shower. Yeah. It's, it's not really clear why. It's like
0: she's trying to wash herself clean. It's almost like they needed a scene where she looked down at her hands and she has blue stains on her hands. And then she can go and rub her hands in the sink and go out, damn, spot out. Um, I, I don't know. I think I think that's just meant to be that cleansing thing, right? But, uh, but yeah. the, the real important part of that scene is is Heather D is eating a chicken, fried chicken and she throws the, the, the chicken leg over her shoulder with nonchalance um, because she's shown to be bulimic before that. And so you actually don't get any character traits from the other two Heathers until Heather C is dead. So, yes. uh, and then so you get suddenly Heather D and Heather M have got character and they're allowed to be themselves.
1: And, and that's a really, which is a really good example a really good example of, of the tight filmmaking in this it's it's really good That that character thing that character trait of hers is now gone that's there's yeah. that direct correlation but then yeah then they use these other things that just yeah they don't they don't work so well that that smash cut from the the line about cow tipping to the cow tipping it's so good but then there's there's other stuff that just doesn't hold up the uh, the J, the JD and the father bits. In fact, both of the bits with the parents. JD and his dad and also Veronica with her parents. And the pate. Oh, the it's,
0: pate. The constant reference to pate. You want some pate?
1: I, I mean, I guess that's what they're going for. They're going for, like you said at the very beginning, it's just it's the parents. They're All out the parents of touch. A, they, yeah, they, don't, they don't know what's going on. Veronica's obviously going through this huge thing and her parents are just asking her about does she have a date for prom Mm. Um, are they going to get to meet him
0: she literally she's going to a funeral for one of her friends and the mother is just like she's like oh I better get moving if I'm going to make this funeral and all of that's played as if she's going to the mall to get a a new dress like you know couldn't be less interested in that Um, I had a really good point I was going to make but it's just slipped from my grasp Um, but yeah oh, oh sorry I know the point I wanted to make the the roles are reversed and and literally in the example of jd and his father the dialogue is reversed they refer to each other he refers to the father as son how was your day and and the father refers to jd as as the parent hey dad well i can't remember the dialogue but it is every interaction they have it is fully reversed and um and, and i guess that's the point the movie is trying to make is that the parents don't get it and it's fine like you know i remember being a teenager and and being at school, it was it was a long time ago. Um, the world was black and white, and um, the you know that idea that your parents just don't understand what what it's like, and it's yeah yeah and well it's, that's the, it's the,
1: and, and it's yeah the, the children need to be the parents the the young the youth have aged too quickly yeah because they, they, have, they have this responsibility thrust on them because their parents are so out of touch and so incompetent to the point that J D is the dad. Definitely. Between him, between him and his dad, and in, yep. in all of their interactions, he literally takes the role of the dad
0: of the parent. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, yeah. One other thing we haven't talked about, and this this is another little little nod to Kubrick and um, um, Clockwork Orange, um, fuck me gently with a chainsaw. This movie has <laughs> its own um, language language that yeah, is absolutely is astounding. Damage? How <laughs> how fucking good is the world building in the language so um, good because it's, it's split
0: over into real into real life yeah um i can't so, believe we've
1: got we've talked about this movie for an hour without without talking about about the language yeah the, and that they um uh uh the the yeah yeah the the dialogue and the the world that that creates it's otherworldly but it's also it's it's even even the filming
0: like all the filming is like you're right it and this is this is what probably probably elevates this movie above other things is that everything about the film is very very deliberate right down to the filmmaking um like i I joked earlier that at least a million dollars of the budget of this film was spent on smoke machines but it, it definitely goes for that everything's smoky there's, there's the smoke machines constantly going um the the shots are all cinematic there's the the lingering shots uh it's very everything's deliberate everything's very very intentionally like this and the language is just further evidence of that where they go they invent their own language it makes it a little bit more timeless because it's not trying to be like uh, not not emulating films or or conventions of the day it invents its own convention which is something that mean girls goes on to do later it invents its own language um and that makes that film timeless as well
1: which pitch perfect does as well another yeah. another movie we've done on this podcast that has its own language too
0: yeah it invents its own language um and so it 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 transcends its era so you watch this now and except for the fact that nobody has a cell phone um you wouldn't know that it was and and the costuming is obviously very 80s inspired um you wouldn't know that this film was taking place at 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 not at the present time so Mm. other than other than the the costumes and some of the filmmaking it, it doesn't age the film overly in fact it's still quite modern in many regards um <laughs> there's one shot um it's during the pep rally it's all kind of happening in slow motion and um there's a panning shot of the crowd and a cheerleader um like um somersaults not somersaults but does a cartwheel into shot and it's very it's set up very intentionally so her legs are spread akimbo and there's a, a crotch shot and everyone's staring at the the camera through the cheerleaders crotch and it's it's very intentional it's like and and that isn't an, and then there's people in the crowd with binoculars staring at the cheerleaders and it's that it's that absurdity of high school uh, we, which fortunately we don't have in new zealand where we we don't have cheerleaders for the most part but it's that that absurdity of high school where you hyper teenage girls and then you put them on on display for a pep rally may as well just take those kids to a strip club um, i'm yeah. sure that's a I'm sure that's a wild reach there and uh, some people probably find that offensive and i apologize but it that film the film is making a statement about that it's making a statement about all of these things um and you're right the, the language it, it's supported in the language it's supported in the filmmaking the film is shot like an 80s horror film as well like when i watch this i get serious nightmare on elm street vibes from it i haven't looked to see if the cinematographer was on nightmare on elm street but it feels like a horror film as well
1: so it, all of that is there in the filming. What's the shot? Isn't there a shot of the priest where it it, it swings up? It swings up vertically on him. Like oh it, yeah, it, it, it's upside. It goes down. upside down yeah. and, then it, then and then it. flips it, over. I'm sorry, yeah. nobody can see so, me gesturing with my hands. So it, so it starts over. from
0: behind him and then it it, it fully flips three sixty. So I think it 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 breaks the one eighty rule, and then it. Um, it, so it's behind the priest flips over the top of him and then so the camera is in upside down and then the camera rotates so it's the right way up. So they had an expensive camera rig to do that. but yeah, yeah
1: it takes a, so it takes a lot of effort. like you say, that's very deliberate.
0: All of it's I, very deliberate. So the world is literally on its head. so they've turned the yeah. school on its head so I mean is all that of that in, is, there. is that
1: in the dream sequence? No, I think that is part. part? Is that before? I think
0: that's before. I think that's the first funeral. And the, the, the or, priest, is that, or is
1: that the jock's funeral? Is that Ram and Kurt's funeral? It could be Ram and Kurt's funeral. Or, but, maybe, um... or maybe it's, uh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, and then they in the film the the priest blames MTV video games, which is which is not not MTV and video games. It's MTV video games. So, it, like, it's that even then they're talking about where is this problem coming from? Is it what the kids are watching on television, or is it is it indicative of a greater societal problem? Um, yeah, because yeah you
1: know, again that's ahead of its way ahead of its time. Way ahead of
0: its time. Yeah. yeah there's a lot about this is, film that is
1: way ahead of its time yes and, and there's a lot about this uh, bowling film for that Columbine
0: just, yeah Bowling for Columbine there's a lot about this film that just borrows liberally from Shakespearean references as well I think we talked earlier about Titus Andronicus and and yeah. that's kind of black humor and that it has got that feeding, tone it's got that tone where they're feeding the kids and there's a there's casually there's casually just rape in titus Andronicus, and it's horrific they they cut off the hands and t- cut, take out her tongue so she can't tell 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 anyone who, who 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 did this awful thing to her um and then titus goes full full uh, rage monster and kills the two kids and then cooks them up and eats and feeds them to the parents and pies um so i uh, I don't know how many how many it's been a long time since I've done Titus, um, but I don't know how many uh, other links there are there or whether the text supports it. Uh, but there's also links to Julius Caesar, so I um, mean that's the obvious one where you have these people who usurp power and then you have to you have to physically take it off them. Um, and there's several scenes in this film where like uh, Heather C removes the red scrunchie of power shortly before she's killed, like she's seeding her, her, um, her throne. Um, and then later Veronica physically takes the scrunchie of power from, um, Heather D. Um, and, and, and then wears it until there's new sheriffs in town? So, I mean, Mm. that's all Julius Caesar, but Heather's, which inspires what I would argue is the better film, uh, Mean Girls is all about Julius Caesar. So, um, Mm. yeah, so, Mm it's a good movie i'm not gonna lie it's It's... not a particularly well-made movie and it's really uneven the pacing is is all over the show it's either it's either so on point or it's really wrong um the first act is so messy it like just give me some motivation for what she's doing and why and show me the power that the heathers actually hold whether it's assumed or it's it's um it's taken show me that Um, Um, the
1: scene in the car after they've killed the jocks where she just flicks the cigarette lighter on and then takes it out and burns her hand
0: burns her hand and then jd lights the cigarette from the burn in her hand (laughs) which is then echoed later because she's got the cigarette in her her mouth and he blows up and her cigarette is lit from her his explosion so I, i think that was like something they thought would be funny on the day and then yeah but the cops, yeah, it like, should
1: it should never have made it past the past yeah. the editing room it's i can see that oh, what if i what if i light the cigarette from her hand boss yeah do, boss, it. do it film it. Do it film it film it yeah
0: Get i it. wonder if that was in the Love script it. or if it was improvised uh it had it had to have been surely, in the script because there's surely an appliance to do that so she's hiding something in her hand that he can then use to light the cigarette so that involved setup and the practical effects and all the rest of it so um yeah it must have been mm. in the script it must yeah. exist in the script yeah um but there's, there's other parts which kind of just glossed over a little bit as well um did you ever see that robbie coltrane tv show cracker no so there's a, there was a cop procedural thing with cracker uh, with robbie coltrane called cracker and there's a scene in there where um where there's an episode where people where were a drugged up couple kill people and um, it acts as an aphrodisiac and then they, they ha- end up having wild sex after they murder somebody. I think the corpse is literally in the room where they've just killed them. And mm. um, and there's an element of that in this when they just killed Kurt and uh, Ram. And they're in the car pretending to be teenagers making out. And there's a cop turns up and he's like, oh, it must have been a rabbit. Um, I, there's just some kids, teenagers in the car making out and then the other cop and both these cops have been previously shown to be sitting in their car getting high. Um, And then the other cop goes, you know, are they naked? And, and then he's like, and then, and then leaves. Um, And then, so they're aware of the cop outside. And once the cop, because JD is looking over her shoulder to see if he's paying attention to them or not. And then once the cop goes, they fully get into it. And Mm. so there's an element of, they've just killed someone. And now they're, they're horny as fuck. Um, yeah. And and so there's like there's an element to there as well where, where death and sex are 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 mushed together. And is that, a, is
1: that a Bonnie and Clyde? Does that happen in the Warren Beatty? Yeah, look, I think Dunaway, it does. Bonnie and Clyde, because yeah. he's he's impotent of Bonnie and Clyde, but they after after this after committing the committing the crimes, he's able to get it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And
0: so there's the it's, it's aspersions to power and sex. Yeah. Um, and like but the film then doesn't capitalize really on that like that's as close as it gets to it and that's not the message it's clearly trying to make so it, it goes off on another tangent after that and, um, and you don't get the crisis of conscience from her either so she just seemingly the only reason that she's not on board with doing any more is because she realizes that Christian Slater is just all about chaos now. And in at, JD, I apologize. And like, she goes, okay, we're definitely breaking up. And, and so it's not the murdering that gets her to break up with JD. It's, it's just JD. Now he's an agent of chaos and she's like, we're definitely breaking up now. Um, hmm. So we, we, we failed to get that. It, it's really uneven.
1: You're- you're kind of you're not completely sure you're rooting for veronica at the end I mean, no no she should die she doesn't rights. have a she doesn't have a good counter argument to jd no
0: no her her which, argument which i guess is seemingly is, and, and, you
1: can't do this it's maybe, wrong. and maybe and maybe that's maybe that's the filmmakers that they actually they they agree with jd they're on his side they think the world should burn
0: well, the original so a, ending, seemingly as it was scripted, would support the idea that In Heaven the, is the only place where everyone gets along from all different social circles. Hmm. I don't know.
1: All right. So we should wrap this up. We've gone side. on you, for a really you, long Yeah, yeah we've gone on, on long enough. <laughs> what do you reckon? What's your call? Um,
0: I think this is greatness. I think there's a lot going on in this film. Um, a lot of it is very intentional. I, uh, none of this is accidental. Everyone thought. Everyone involved in this film from all the way from production design through to editing thought really hard about this movie and they were definitely making the best movie they could from the material they had um i think it's uneven i think it's a flawed mm. movie but i guess that's what this podcast is about this mm. movie is pretty good um so good that i think it's still relevant today they've made a musical out of it and there's yep. a tv series I have seen neither. Um, yeah,
1: I'd call this movie greatness. Yeah, it's it's ambitious, and I I I like to uh, recognize ambition and recognize when something is trying hard. And, and if it doesn't nail all of its points, then it, it, but it inspires something later on. Yeah, then that's pretty amazing.
0: I mean, it definitely takes um, elements of the movie Carrie, strips out the. Um, strips out the supernatural and the and the Stephen King and just has the social cliques and, and murderous teens and then but and then more importantly then goes on to inspire arguably better versions of this in in mean girls and mm. there's another film um with Rose McGowan um called Jawbreakers which is kind of a little bit similar which I haven't seen in a long time but I remember seeing Jawbreakers going oh that's Heather's it's Heather's again.
1: Um, yeah,
0: it, I think this even, is greatness.
1: Even the, um, the device of having all of the Heather's named Heather. Yeah. How, how fucking effective is that? It's so good. Amazing.
0: And then they, they're often talking about Heather said this and Heather said that. And without the context, it's impossible to understand which Heather they're talking about. So it's like, yeah. it's just a group. Um, it's it's
1: it's very clever very simple and very effective
0: yeah it's it's like i said earlier everything about this is is deliberate they've done this deliberately um everything's well thought out it's just it's just messy that first act in particular like once it gets started there's a couple bits here and there i would like to see tweaked but that first act is just messy show me the motivation show me show me why she wants to do this and we'll take it from there
1: but yeah Yeah. it's
0: hard all right there you go uh
1: we'll be we'll be back again next time yeah Uh, if you've got any any ideas for movies we should do um hit us up drop us a line we're on twitter we're on facebook um we are
0: you can email us as well yeah yeah yeah
1: uh get in touch um and uh, oh hey, uh, you know if you've liked this episode, why don't you chuck it to chuck it to someone who is into eighties movies? Um or just, good it, movies just good movies wherever you find Just good movies wherever you find Like and them. subscribe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. share it around.
0: Like, yeah, like like this, or um, I'm going to feed Mike some blue liquid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, tell, tell someone this podcast is very
0: it is very oh and you could also cry out oh the humanity and um, every time someone does <laughs> okay Okay. very good bye everyone <laughs> okay bye